bringing you a deep dive into the freshest pop culture topics. Welcome to the Awoke and Broke podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Awoke and Broke podcast. My name is Imran and I am joined with my two co-hosts Arif and Hamza. Let's get right into this. We are the Awoke and Broke team. Awoke because we're like awoke in culture, we're woke people, you know what I'm saying? And in terms of broke, we want you to break away from what tradition, you know what, what what conventional is, what conformity is, what cringe is. We want you to break away from that. We're also kind of broke as well, so that's why we started a pro- uh, podcast. <laughs> you know what? We're all, all we're all broke to be honest, but you know where where Imran says we're all awoke. I don't know about that. I'm 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 a humble guy, I'm easy going guy. You know, I've got some deep thoughts every now and then, but you know, Imran likes to go up. Uh... The idea is we're all on a journey right now, and we want everyone else to. Join the journey with us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One of the things in this podcast. Exactly. So. Where's, and where, what journey are we on? That is true. This has got a deep already. And it's, it's <laughs> I don't what journey are we on. I think people are ready for this type of deepness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my right, God. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Okay. Oh, so, go, why did we create this podcast? And, you know, we're going to explain it to you. And I can't think of anyone better to explain it why than myself, so the reason why we started this podcast is because three of us together we we came together and we realized as a collective we when we 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 like to we talk about a lot of interesting things that isn't pop culture so when we talk about pop culture a lot of people are fascinated by what the traditional celebrities and what the like the traditional media is talking about whereas what we had in common was we were like we were always presenting each other with interesting things outside of the norm and we liked always discussing interesting theories like what you find amongst us three is we debate a lot so this is why we thought that the best platform to like even like put our something that we love doing as a hobby to bring it together and put it to a podcast platform so this is why we're here um so Hamza, i won't let you take over because so, i think i feel like i'm waffling right now but go ahead all right so the guy who claims to be the most awoke in this group <laughs> has finally admitted that he waffles. <laughs> it's a nice first podcast. Um, yeah. So yeah, my name's Hamza, guys. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, to be honest, this is just going to be a set of conversations us three are going to have. We usually have conversations all the time. Like you said, we're, we're always debating. And then more often than not, we usually end up in quite deep places. So we thought, why not record a little podcast? And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, all that thought process might not go to waste. You know, where us three might benefit in the conversation, hopefully we could bring some value and benefit to other people's lives as well. So with that said, Arif. Yeah, so, well, mine's a little bit long. But let me try and, let me try and articulate this. So. More to why I started this podcast. I've been wanting to do something similar for a while. I've got my own podcast, uh, as in the Rock Tide MMA podcast. Oh, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Get it, get out of here, man. <laughs> that little plug, do you hear that? Hey, listen, oh, you see, dude. I see his advertising right, right there. You, you, this, this won't be the first plug. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get that. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit. I'm just gonna edit this out. Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let, let me talk about how it started. So I think it was, I think we were playing Warzone, maybe, or I think it was in. I can't remember. Alison, who hasn't played Warzone yet? <laughs> we, we need to talk about Warzone or that anyway. But Imran dropped it to us um, that it'd be, it'd be mad if we did a, um, did a, did a podcast. And I didn't say anything at that point. I don't, I don't even mind if you remember. I didn't message. It. I didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. I think I took about a day to think about. It. I'm thinking, you know what? I've been, I've been wanting to do this for a while. 
and I thought about the two guys that I'll be doing it with, and I thought it'd be it'd be a great opportunity. But in terms of, I mean, a few days went by and a few days of execution, and now we're here. But it ties more into what I truly want to be doing in my life. So it's going to get a little bit deep here. So what I want to be doing in my life is I just want to be creating and building things that hold enough weight and meaning to the point someone can look at me and think everything's going to be okay. That that dream, getting to a stage where I'm providing financial and emotional aid to the masses. And we live in a era where we can do this through technology mediums and the things that I want to be talking about on this podcast um, and the things, you know, the things that people are going to be listening to, um, I think we'll be able to do just that. So I guess that's my reason as to why I want to be doing things like this. Wow. That was very wow. Touching, I was, uh, you was not kidding when you said this is going to be deep. Well, anyways, anyways, uh, moving on now joking. Um, <laughs> I, that was actually very touching, bro. Like, but yeah, man, yeah, that bro, that was mad. That I was gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> good on you, man. I, I, I thought I want to support you with your journey right now. No, as well. You know, we, we'll be making, <laughs> they'll be, yeah, they'll be, we'll be making jokes. We'll be talking about useless things. But even then, I feel, I feel like we're providing benefits to people because that can be an escape. Like I listen, there's podcasts that I listen to where they're not really talking about much anything that's giving you much knowledge, but because you enjoy listening to them, you're you're it's an escape, right? But there'll be also moments where we'll be talking about, you know, proper informational things where people can gain value from. And there'll be that side of it as well, which I'm looking forward to, man. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to put such a big uh, emphasis on how deep you're going to go into subjects. Because there might be certain days where we're not entirely like that. We might just scratch the surface and, you know, the it's like the rest is up for debate of how how much deeper we can go into topics so we want to set the expectations that like we're yeah we're, we're some analytical guys but sometimes we like the basic or you know odd bit of, like the bait the odd bit of basic behavior here and there so i think it's good to also note that um and you know what better time to do this than in a pan global pandemic you know what i'm saying that brings us on to like our first topic which is you know, bring it. You know, it's the, it's it's taken over the world. It's swept the world, and that is our friend. Yeah, before, before we get into before we get into topics, I just I just, I just want to give one shout out, um, and back to uh, Denver DJ Denver uh, DJ Denver Productions. If you want to add him on Instagram, he he plugged us the uh, intro music to this. He's one of the most uh, talented. Uh, driven people that I know and that's not I'm not just saying that because he's my boy um he sorted us out with the intro man so I just want to give you know give um a shout out to him guys check him out the guy is seriously talented uh, you definitely enjoy what he creates so yeah just a quick shout out to uh, Denver 100% like oh uh, yeah I forgot I forgot to shout out Denver uh we appreciate anyone that's going to help us on this journey of ours uh so massive props to Denver do go check him out yeah like we I appreciate think. it man all right let's go let's go in Let's go in. So, our our big friend, coronavirus. Coronavirus. Right, it's got the world. Uh, all of us are on fellows at our home. Um, we've had nothing but time on our hands. So, yeah, you know what? Let's start it off. Um, let me ask you a question, Arif. I'm going to ask you first. What have you learned about yourself during quarantine and lockdown? I think I think this is a good perspective go go in at it, go in at it. I mean we can talk about, you know, all the all the negatives uh, and um 
everything that's been going on. I don't think people necessarily need to hear that because there's plenty of people suffering out there, people you know, with anxiety because of all the uncertainty going on. Things uh, that I've learned for myself, I would say, especially not just during this period, but this, this period was an, another punch in the face. Um, it's not been a great year for myself personally, but definitely one of the things I learned about myself is I'm much stronger than I thought. Um, no matter how low things can get, no matter how bad things I can, that can get, um, I've learned. I mean, I've got my own ways of dealing with it, but I've learned I can. I'm 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 good at dealing with that. Just getting out those dark places, just simply by just sitting down, wel- welcoming what I'm feeling, just realizing what I'm feeling, and just um, getting myself out of that uh, bad place. Um, there's the thing is there's there's a lot of things that I'm trying to work on right now and and it's a journey like I'm sure of many people out there and you know yourself um but yeah I think that's the biggest thing I've probably learned um through this uh period Hamza <laughs> tell us oh my days yeah um right so what have I learned about myself during this period of coronavirus staying at home what I've learned about myself is that Guys, I love my family, man. I appreciate family. You know, as a uni student living away, coronavirus gave me an excuse to come back home. You know, don't, there's all my lectures at uni. Coming back home, oh my days, bro. It feels amazing. I feel rejuvenated. So, I mean, I want to go as deep as Irish, but, you know, that's that's that's, that's, that's the base answer. Right. Everyone has their own different... Everyone has their own different... You, you tell us You tell us what you've learned, man. What's mine? I think my biggest... My biggest worry was... um. I wasn't able to sit still or be at home for long periods of time and I was always a I'd get restless very easily and I felt like I was someone that always had to constantly be doing something um and what I've learned is like I I used to have my episodes like back in university days where I'd have weeks of not doing anything and it was the most depressing probably depressing experience you can have right when you're not doing stuff in your life and to be put back in that situation um and, you know as you've matured as well you realize um you it's that it's that bit of time where you get comfortable with yourself as well because you realize like if you're trying to stay distracted most of the time it's probably because there's not enough going on like um amongst yourself if you get what i'm saying do you guys get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like you're not enjoying your own company as much or whatever or your family's company as much and for me it's been that time where it's like you know what, i've actually loved if anything, I do not want to go back to work, right? I've loved being at home. I've loved dedicating time to like the stuff, my own craft at home. And I think that like the beauty of it is like we've come up with stuff that we want to break away from. Like this podcast is one thing we wanted to like break away and do a mix, you know, amidst this big crisis. Um, so I think for, it, it can be, you know, I can imagine for a lot of people it's a negative. You know, probably got some. Uh, we've probably got some husbands and wives that are not getting along because they're constantly around yeah no yeah 100 percent. you know um like i was reading something about um obviously in china it happened a lot earlier than everywhere else in the world obviously yeah so everything that happened in china is panning out around the world as well so it's like kind of like a precursor and one of the main after effects of coronavirus in china was that domestic violence had rapidly increased like the reports that were coming out afterwards like so many divorces were filed and so many so that's probably one of a very interesting point um as an effect of coronavirus that due to the close proximity and the fact you're locked in somewhere with someone you're bound to clash um so like what's your thought on that 
Yeah, because the, the not the normal the normal days are your. I mean, on my normal days if I'm at work or while whilst mm. I was at uni, um, mm. I barely get to see my mom. I I see my friends and my colleagues more than I do my parents. So. Yeah, you know, for those people, you're, it's sad, isn't it? It's hard to say that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth, yeah. right? Um, I come home. I, sp- I yeah, I speak to my mom for a little bit. Speak to my dad for a little bit. Eat, and then I'm sleeping. And then it's the same kind of mm-hmm. routine. You don't see them at nowhere near as much as you do your colleagues. So I think obviously that plays a big factor into what what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah I think I think um, it's to have like what we what we understand as or like contemporary society understands is uh, everything outside of your personal life dominates what is your personal life so most of the time you're working you're sleeping or you're doing your hobbies that you love like gym etc you're not in close proximity with in like intimate people in your life apart from family so I, I think that's why a lot of relationships are tested because you have that time away from your spouse or your partner right and for a lot of people it's a, it's a big release because you know there's underlying issues there and stuff so you know once that is taken away from them where they have to be in proximity of each other all the time you start i think you just start observing like you start observing more things you see you're aware of more things and it's a and then i guess the inevitable happens we just start i guess there's a breakdown of relationships i guess the unfortunate outcome of all of this is the domestic violence that's increased which is absolutely horrible thing i mean apart from obviously the fact that you know loads of people are dying unfortunately oh yeah of course yeah sorry so, sorry to sound people are dying in this guy talking about domestic violence but I, that's not to take anything away from domestic violence of course but you know when you compare it to losing relatives you know, the thing is, these 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 are these are tough times man and um it's something that we're going to be we're going to remember for generations to come not just in this generation yeah of course um, so 100 yeah. uh, it's it's, it's deep, you know your man. kids will be asking you but like yo like dad tell us about coronavirus out was it really as bad as we made it out <laughs> that's some post-apocalyptic event i think what, what what we should do is um yeah look it's 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 deep um but you know the people listening to this know how bad it is out there they know how many people are passing away you know um god protect us all uh, i think we not everyone probably... though not everyone some people yeah. are not taking it very seriously look you know I, and I that's think, a whole topic in itself that, that, that definitely is a whole topic in itself but look for me, I think we, what we should be, what we should do for everyone listening is, you know, provide them some advice, some some things that they can be doing, and things that we have been doing that have been working for us. Like the way I want to, you know, angle this conversation now is, what kind of advice can we give to people listening, um, you know, to help them to for them to listen to this and be motivated, even with everything going on. Like what here's I the question, here's the question, Arif. Arif, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Arif. Before you, before you angle the conversation down that way, yeah. still touching on to the previous topic that we was on, here's a question. So we were talking yeah. about domestic violence and being in close yeah. proximity with your parents, your siblings, yeah. your wife, your husband, whoever they may be. Yeah. And eventually it leads to, to issues. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about, since we mentioned, okay, it's quite difficult for me to phrase it, but I'll try to. So domestic violence numbers are increasing as a result of close, of close proximity. Yeah. Is that bound to happen with every single couple or not? And if it's not, then I don't know how to phrase it. Are you necessarily, okay, let me just put it out there. Are you necessarily with the right person? Because when you get married to someone, then you want to commit the rest of your life to them. Yeah. If you can't commit a month to them being in close proximity, then what does that say? 
thing that you know you know you know you said that to me comes to a topic which is not directly in relation to that but it is kind of if you want to change the world you've got to change yourself first mm. so what i'm trying to say is you know yeah. the, the question the question you basically asked me was a very deep relationship topic it's <laughs> the relationship coach first before it comes to me uh, <laughs> so you, okay let me let me just Listen, confirm the I, question you asked me. like you need to ask me that first question again because uh, let, let me rephrase it again yeah so this is just to you buddy this is to everyone as well just point a question out there and to the audience listening yeah when you marry someone it's because yeah. they had the love of your life and so on and so forth yeah all of that you're stuff. ready you're ready to commit the rest of your life to them yeah. However, if one small event comes along yeah. and it means that you're now locked in with that person for no less than four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, yeah. in comparison to the rest of your life, that's like minuscule percentage of your life, yeah. like yeah. four weeks, whatever, okay? Yeah. If you live to the age of 80 or whatever. So yeah. basically what I'm saying, if you're ready to commit to someone the rest of your life, but you can't commit to them a week or a month, and then you have relationship issues, what does that necessarily say about your relationship or the person you chose or is it your own personality is it you're at fault or they're at fault or is it did you choose the wrong person or mm. is this just an issue with everyone there's a there's a lot of answers to this i'll, I'll answer it before uh before yeah. comes in. There's, there's definitely a lot of answers i mean there's, there's there's few angles you can take the first angle i would take personally is both sit down and then talk about what the issue is why are why is it that we're arguing um, as opposed to just you know going on a going on a mad one, um, and the other the other the angle you ask that question is that that's the negative way you can look at it. You can automatically think, oh, have I have I chosen the right person? You start arguing, and think, is this the right person for me? Firstly, the first angle would be just to sit down and just realize why is it that you're arguing, like what is the problem and how you can sort it out, as opposed to uh, just automatically thinking this person ain't for me. Okay, here's a question. Wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let me let me add my two sentences. So sorry, so so before you answer it, in, basically it narrows yeah. the question down, so it makes it a lot easier to uh, okay. man, a lot more manageable. Yeah. Being in close proximity, does that yeah. lead to issues with every single couple, or just to a select uh, amount of couples? Say it's a select amount of couples, and it highlights some. Uh, if anything, it's gonna it's gonna highlight and bring out some underlying issues that were probably already there anyway. Um, but I think I think what Iris said is sit down and talk about it. It's not always so clear cut, easy as that. Sometimes in a relationship, all you want to do is argue, and you get lost in arguing. This is you know we're going on a deeper tangent about relationships here. With, um, it's, not, it's not as easy as that, but it it's not as easy it's, as that. It's the right thing to do. I mean, it's not. It is hundred percent. Iris, if we did what yeah. was right in the world, we'd be a much happier place. Exactly. Yes, but we don't do what's right. We don't do what's right. Better than I can. I'd be playing for Man United, right? It's, 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 <laughs> exactly. It's anything. Exactly. And I, I won't be sat in my room feeling like filming a podcast right now. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's. I think, it, of course, you're going to question whether or not I'm with the right person. You do that even over the most pettiest of arguments. If you have the pettiest of arguments, you're going to be like, I don't want to be with this person no more. Do you get whether or not you come out stronger or weaker, that is a product of what you can compromise as a couple. I think love love is compromise at most times and it's tolerance. And if you can't do that, then you haven't got the basic fundamentals of sustaining a relationship. And if you can't, then you're not with the right person or the, you're, you need to find the person that can understand you a bit better, etc. 
Um, that being said, 100%, 100%. That being said, like the person you with might not be the person you commit the rest of your life to. You never know. I've come across people that are, you know, 60, 70, and they've been married for two years because they met after their last spouse had died. You get it? For them, it wasn't a case of, oh, this is the person for the rest of my life. It's the case. Yeah, but that's of, what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. So I'm saying, not necessarily you're going to be with the first of your life because, of course, we don't yeah. know what the future holds, but the intention. So if, okay. What does it say about human nature that yeah. if a male or a female on one on any given day could have the intention to commit and be with absolute? Do you uh, want to tell you the problem with people right now? Shall I tell you what the problem is with people right now? There's too much con- conditional love out there, right? People think about how about much love. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna explain now. So people think about before they get into a relationship, how much can that person give me, right? How much things can that person give me as opposed to how much I want to be given to that person? Because that's what unconditional love is. Like how much, like, you know, when, you know, when you genuinely, like my mom, yeah, I don't, I never think about, you know, how much she can give me. I'm not bothered. I do not care. All I keep thinking about is you know, how, can, how much can I be giving her? Like how much can I give her? You know, when do you ever think about how much your mom, mom or dad can be giving you? Don't think about it. Cause that's what, that's what. That's what condi- uh, unconditional love is. That's the problem with people now. It's um, nah, Marv, that's pretty woke, you know. For a first yeah, podcast, this game kind of deep already. That would be the thing people should be doing before getting into a relationship, really. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree a thousand percent. What Iris said: conditional love is the basis of every idea of romance today. It's about mm. what can I give and what can I? I will, I will give back on what they give me, and mm. you know. It's like, I'd say us three, I know you guys like personally very well. And I say like the type of guys we are, we were born in the wrong, we were born in the wrong era for romance because nowadays it's just, it's messed up, man. There's a lot of, what can I say, man? The whole, the whole. Imran says, Imran, Imran says that because he's had quite a difficult time trying to find a spark, you know what I'm saying? Whereas me and Aris, you know, me and Aris are quite comfortable. <laughs> That's a completely different podcast. <laughs> so yeah, Imran, you speak for yourself, bro. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. But listen, but basically, guys, to tie it back in, to tie it back in, what does it say about human nature if on any given yeah. day you have the intention to commit to someone for the rest of your life, be happily married and all of that stuff? Yeah. But then you're locked up with a person who supposes the love of your life for no less than a week, no less than a month, and then potentially leads to domestic abuse and you know a whole divorce. That's the question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is the question? <laughs> I think we've answered, listen, we've answered this. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hamza no, I don't think, no. Basically, I'm, tra- I'm, do you know what I'm trying to get to? Do you know what I'm trying to get to? I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the psychology of, of, of human beings. And I don't, yeah. I don't think you guys have touched upon on psychology of individuals. That's psychology. So how, can, how can potentially your brain... Could, I don't think we're qualified send... for the question that you're trying to impose. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I think, but I think I'm glad you asked what you are. But you know what it is? It's not about being qualified. It's, it's just about sharing your thoughts and then we build upon those thoughts and then we, we get to... We get so to when you say psychology, what do you mean? Like, is it, does it come down to the fact that... Um, I mean, is it, it is it human naivety? Is it human stupidity? Or is it just, unfortunately, this is human nature. This is where we're wired. You know, you might have good intentions, but eventually this, for everyone, it's like this. So this is why I was asking you guys at the beginning. Yeah. Is this the case for every single couple out there? This is just a human nature pro- issue. It's just, if you're compounded with being locked in with someone, eventually you're going to have domestic abuse. or Not domestic abuse, necessarily, as in abuse, but as in, uh, you know, you're going to have issues. I think it's for those couples who have uh, already had some underlying issues 
previously. Yeah, I think it's a societal issue, not a psychological issue. Um, so then society then inflicts what how your psychology works. If we look at okay, let's say let's say use an example. There's tribes, right? Mm. There's tribal men and women that do not have this kind of issue. Why? Because there's no there's there's no, no, there's not society. But, how do you know that? but you don't necessarily because we know, know that, we know there's societies where women are the breadwinners and the men stay at home or men, women are the dominant ones, etc. There, if you're, okay, let, let's look at a tribe in the Amazon rainforest, right? They're okay. in very close proximity of one another. Okay. Husband and wife. Okay, I'm probably spitting random facts here, but husband you know and wife. Yeah, but the thing, okay, you know what? <laughs> you're right to an extent. You're right in the case yeah. of they live in close proximity to one another, apart yeah. from the fact that they own a whole Amazon forest and can venture off. But I'm guessing <laughs> they live quite close to one another. <laughs> but um, I, I guess we can't necessarily say we can't necessarily say that they don't have issues because we don't know. <laughs> You know what? That you know, I'm glad Hamza brought that up because um, we spoke about some deep things there and things that people can definitely take away and uh, definitely enjoy listening to. Yeah. But I'd like to angle the conversation back to what I was going to about 20 minutes ago, if that's okay. <laughs> that's some shade there, gone. <laughs> I don't know. I know. <laughs> no, Hamza, I wrote that. That was that was uh, that was that was definitely beneficial for the podcast. That was good. Yeah. I guess okay. I, I guess the takeaway point from that that little angle was. We don't value just how much of like you know everyone has their own escape in it whether it's going to work or playing football or going yeah. to the gym. Yeah, whether it's, yeah, 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 we yeah, yeah. undervalue that, and that more or less helps um, like conjoin relationships or issue, or just like your relationship with, with either your love or your family. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It is an escape. Like the biggest thing I'm missing is the gym, um, and for 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 someone like myself, the gym is like it's not just a physical. It's not just for me to better myself physically, but it's mentally. I can get lost in that sort of environment. Yeah. Like I can spend two hours there and come, like not even look at the time. And it's like we those are those little those little what can I call them luxuries, right? Yeah, luxury, it's a luxury for ourselves, for yeah. our own, for our own company, for our own benefits, and we lose that luxury. And I think. Yeah, definitely, Hamza. Like, once you put in close proximity, and you lose those little luxury luxuries. Like, even like, I don't know, like going for a drive and whatever stuff like yeah, that. You good. start feeling restricted, and then you're more restricted at home, and your partner's all up in your ears and stuff. Mm. Then, yeah. Do you know what I read somewhere that um, you know, oh, guys, by the way, <laughs> I'm not like some sort of relationship expert or anything. Though. I just, I'm just like, I just read general stuff in here and there. But I read um that for any for someone to have a healthy relationship with anyone, you know, you need to have your own separate healthy life as well and so yeah. when, you, when both people are happy alone then they can be happy together and maybe this links into what i'm saying so when your independent separate life ceases to exist and you're inside you're inside your house non-stop you only have that relationship uh, life then potentially does that go to explain why so many people are now clashing yeah you need you need something else to do like when i'm married i need my own man cave bro mm. like i need Need my you own need a magnet, bro. I'm gonna have my own back here as well. <laughs> <laughs> you need, like, you need to be like, you need to be working on your own. You know, whether it's your own hustle or even if it doesn't have to be a hustle, it's a hobby. Like, if you got your own hobby, I don't know whether it's painting, where you can paint for two hours a day, where your wife's not there, where your your partner's not there. You need, you definitely need that because if you're just with each other all day, every day, it's, yeah. It's right, not but let's not lie. Let's not lie though. Let's not lie though. Ask for you. I'm not the type of guys to spend two hours painting. We're more likely to spend twenty hours gaming online. It's like it's like no. Say that again. Or play. Say that again, bro. You know how? Okay. So the name of the podcast is Awoken Broke. Yeah. So technically, you know. So the images were Awoke guys 
But we're not awake in the same as we're going to be painting for two hours every single day. We're more likely to be basic guys gaming every night. Yeah, that, 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 was, a, that was an example. But like during the day, I'm working on my Rock Titan stuff. You know, now we're doing this podcast. That's uh, very true. That's very know, true. Maybe, you know, give, maybe I should give ourselves more credit. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> do your own things where, where your yeah. partner's involved, right? That's, mm. that's, it's, 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 it's common sense, but, you know, not many people see common sense, all right? Okay, final, final addition to, my, to, the, to this topic before Arif, you could take it away. So we've basically got to the conclusion that, you know, for a healthy relationship, both partners need to have their own separate happy lifestyles, their own separate happy lives away from one another. Yeah? So whether the, whether the girl has her set of friends, the guy has his set of friends, the guy goes to gym or the girl goes to gym or whatever it is, all right? More often than not, actually, I'll tell you about Sometimes, some females would say, you don't give me enough attention. You don't give enough time to me. You're too busy with your boys all the time. You play football too much or whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. I guess, where was I going with this? <laughs> well, I got, I got, I got, I got lost in the track. Well, I like it. I, 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 guess, I, I guess what I was trying to say was, is it fair for some girls? I don't know if guys say this or not. I haven't come across a guy who says it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'll, I'll put that out there as, anyway. Is it fair for one partner to say that you don't give me enough time and then we've established the fact that, or we've established the theory that for a happy relationship, you need to have your own time as well. So, on some real shit. You know like, what I'm saying? On some real shit, right? If your partner's saying you spend too much time with your boys or whatever, you, mm. you probably are. The mm. thing is, you probably are. Like, like, there's, I mean, I can't see anyone saying you spend too much time with, with, with something or doing something if, mm. if, if, if you're not. That's my answer to the first question. Okay. And do I think it's fair? Oh man, this d- depends on what scenario. Depends on the scenario. Well, what's the complete opposite? The complete opposite is you give your entire day, your entire time to your girl, or the guy gives it, or the girl gives it to the guy. Um, but then we, the thing the coronavirus has proved is that I sorry, I know one of my close boys. Yeah. Um, he he split up with his girlfriend because she couldn't see his vision. Like, she, okay. I mean, he's a hustler, man. He's got his own mortgage broken company, and yeah, and so he's a hustler. And um, he just felt like that she, he she couldn't see his ambition, uh, maybe because he was spending too much time there and stuff. And if that's the case, then it's 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 not going to work. So mm. it, it, it's all dependent on the on the scenario, what you're trying to do, and you know what what and if if she sees your vision or is on the same page with you or not. Mm. Abraham, what's your thoughts? I forgot the original question. <laughs> so I guess I guess it basically is one one extreme is you don't give enough of your time. You don't give any any of your time, and so the girl or the guy complains. And then the other polar extreme is you dedicate your entire time. Is the other person going to be grateful, or are they going to be sick and tired of you? Just like what coronavirus has proven, if you're locked in and you give your entire day to the person, it more often than not leads to issues. So yeah, that's the, the latter. That the latter is the most. I think the closest to what happened it's I had this conversation with someone recently where they were like oh girls tend to give when girls are out with their friends they make they still make time for their for their other half and they will be texting them etc mm. blah blah when guys go you know out, what that's very true you know huh that's very true to be honest that is true and when guys go out we completely disconnect we disconnect nah, from uh, <laughs> that is true it's true but you know what it is it's not a it's not an it's like it's 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 a global thing it's a general thing men 
men want to disconnect from that. You know, like we talk about. Okay. Like, is that is like, that a global thing, bro? We want peace. That's what we want. That's what we want. Imran, is that a global thing? Or is that a thing that just only exists in Amazon rainforest, like you said earlier? <laughs> Probably not in the Amazon rainforest. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> in the Amazon rainforest, when the man's upset, he's like, I'm going to move out for a bit. He moves to the other part of the rainforest. It's set up like a treehouse. <laughs> That's what he did. But, um... but anyway, I feel like I've t- Oh, sorry, 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 man. Go on. No, wait, let me finish off. So, yeah, and like, as men, that's I think you know that's why they don't talk about male depression a lot because there there's no release system in in like there's typically no release system for men. What we enjoy doing is spending time with our friends the most, the guys that we love and we love hanging around with. Ooh. And when we here, do here's, that, a flip, here's a flip on that. Yeah. What if someone said your release system should be your partner? Yeah. But then you're saying right. your release system is the opposite of your partner. Your release is away wow. from your partner. But the 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 the, the reality is something. Hey man, you're starting there. You should be careful. With nah, no, 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 no. Let me answer it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nice rebuttal, right? The the reality is, more times than not, the issue is the partner, right? Mm. The, the the partner is causing them too much stress because a the man does not feel adequate enough. B the partner is putting too much pressure in terms of income, family, etc. Or other scenarios where let's say they're in a relationship with about to get married etc there's a lot of pressure on the man now where he has to live up to a certain standard now to obtain a level that the woman desires now do you get it i think that's what that's what a lot of men are throwing into nowadays and you know it is yeah it depends it's not not all girls are like that it's you need to have not a conversation all. you know what i'm saying oh yeah, yeah. You know what i'm saying it's different expectations like man damn, if you find yourself with one of those girls run run <laughs> She's not worth your time. Uh, trust me. Um, get away, get out of here, man. But yeah, just get out of here. Before I get, get into out. a talking stage, and look, there's been a few. Um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, actually, I yeah. Say, you know, you might want to cut that out. To be honest, there's a reason why. Staying in there, my guy. Um, <laughs> But, no, but basically, listen, everyone give like, give you, give you. Let me finish what I was about to say, bro. Sorry, going. Sorry, Karen. So, you tell them exactly what you're about. I think at the start, mm-hmm. before, before we get in, we try we try to impress her. We tell her about things that we're not really about, uh, what we don't really think. Just literally tell her, I, t- I tell her, look, this is what I want to be doing in my life. I'm probably going to be, you know, busy a lot, right? But this is what I want to achieve. And this is everything that I want to do before yeah. before you get into it and then she knows okay so uh, i'm not really that kind of person uh, i want i want i want someone who's going to be constantly giving me a lot of time if you just tell her you you can't be that person yeah 100 it goes back to this whole thing anything you do in life set set expectations whatever you meet whoever you come across set expectations because you know like a lot of us we're being killed of it like we fit in a talking stage we talk a lot of grease and uh, we blow we blow up our chest a lot we chat a lot of shit it's true and if anything i've learned from experience set expectations like know what your intentions are from the early onset and yeah. set those expectations and make sure you don't don't divert from it don't become a, like a guy with so much sauce that he like he, he can offer everything like humble yourself in it i think that's what it comes down to and that way you're only gonna meet the right people that's my take on it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, a lot of people just just to finish on that. A lot of people set themselves and build them up for something they're they're really not. It's fake it till you make it. I mean, we don't we don't we, the people, guys don't just do that with girls. They do that. You see plenty of them on Instagram. 
Hundred you know, percent. Like I'm, I'm the CEO of this. I'm the CEO of that. But really, yeah. there. You know, <laughs> I shout out to them for it, guys. <laughs> that reminds me. I'm gonna put CEO of a Woken Broke podcast on my Instagram profile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just st- stop faking it till you make it, man. That's just. 100%. It's true. But you know what, Arif? Before you take this away, although earlier about 20 minutes ago you said it was 20 minutes ago, so that was about 40 minutes. <laughs> it, has, it has been 20 minutes now. I think. I've actually. <laughs> Okay. Close the remarks on the topic I brought up. So the initial question was, I don't know if I phrased it enough, but I guess what I was trying to say was, okay, coronavirus, uh, domestic abuse or issues, there's a link there because of increased spent time together and it's your separate own lives have ceased to exist. So the question is, is that a general formula that exists for every single couple, regardless of who you are or your personalities or how, how much patience you have. That's just the way we're built as human beings, just our psychology, our, our human nature. Or does that, do those issues only arise with certain couples and not with everyone else? The answer is yes, and now let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapped up. Awesome. I, love, I love those questions, Hamza. You know, we spoke, you know what, from Hamza's, um, you know, insights, we've spoke about some, definitely some deep topics that need to be talked about. And I feel like we're definitely getting some advice from that. But angling onto what I was going to be talking about 20 minutes ago, um, is let's give these people some advice, man. Like things that we've been doing um, that have been helping us, things we've been trying to do. I want to, I want to, like the most important things people should be doing during this while, while in quarantine, right? Um, for me, the first thing is is creating my to do list and schedules, man. That's 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 the first that's the first thing for me. What and like every day in quarantine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally, things that I really want to be doing during the day. You know what? I'll tell you something that people have make a lot of mistakes um, when it comes to like doing uh, having a to do list and a, and, a, and a schedule is they fill it with things that they don't really want to do and things that they think they 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 really should be doing right fill your to-do list and schedule schedules with things that you actually want to be doing it doesn't have to be uh uh <laughs> oh, guys stay off the chat man it doesn't have to be your, your to-do list i'm so sorry i'm really sorry listen Arif, i'm so sorry man i'm sorry i'm sorry i love you i'm sorry i just can't get out of my head i just asked you guys an a or b question and never replied to yes <laughs> Do you know how dumb that is? I've literally spent the past five minutes just moving around my head thinking, what? how can you answer that question? But yes. That Did you understand long. the question? The question was, oh, yes. The question was, yeah. Listen, what's, okay, what's, what's A? A was uh, psychological issues and stuff. So, uh, and stuff. That didn't really sound compelling. Okay, Arif, I'm going to let you take over on this one because I'm going to no, wait, 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 I'm, I'm asking for both your answers, isn't it? Because it's, uh, it's a genuine question. Like, I'm genuinely curious. So, okay. Arif, before you answer, hey, man, what's your views? Uh, what's, what, it's not even views, but it's, just, it's a quick answer I want to know. Is it... It was answer A, it was answer B. I don't, you told me you answered yes. Okay, See, answer got, A. You dopey, you. Uh, listen. <laughs> okay, option A was yes, regardless of the amount of patience you may possess. So I said yes? How can you... I haven't even finished off the question. Oh, but I didn't... You know what? Listen, I can't, I can't be honest with you. Arif, Arif, you tell me, yeah? Is it A, your... Regardless of the amount of patience you have, you're bound to have issues the more time you spend together. Or B, that's only an issue that happens with certain couples and not everyone. 
Um, I think I think the answer is B. Uh, the reason being is again it comes it, it comes down to the couple, man. Like, what are you what are you guys doing with each other? Do you know what I mean? How are you guys mm-hmm. communicate? How many how how much are you communicate with each other? How much are you not communicating with mm-hmm. each other? Um, you know what kind of problems you have? This, this, just there's just so many answers to it. I think yeah, it's very good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's every couple. I, there's definitely couples out there, yeah, that are not having no issues at all. They're loving, they're loving being locked down with each other with no one around. There's definitely, definitely couples out there like that. So yeah. my answer would definitely have that's to be that's true. Yeah, that's actually true. You know, I've seen all the snaps out there, like, yeah. oh, like, look who I'm stuck with in quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> to be locked with one of you, you know, your life partner, and you're just loving it. That that's that's a dream. You know, what? I was thinking the other day. I wish I was married right now. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Locked, isn't it? locked in with my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's just it's just the truth, boys. You know what I mean? You know, rather, no, I than, rather than being on my own at night playing war zone with you idiots, man. Like, or both. Listen, Arif is like a six foot big bear looking guy, yeah, but he's the biggest softie and all. You just hear this guy he goes, "I wish I was married right now." It would be a blessing, no? You tell me, you guys wouldn't want wouldn't want the same. Listen, I trade in playing COD Warzone with you three, you with you two beta males at night. You oh, three, yeah, all right. You anyway, too. listen, <laughs> Arif, that was an exemplary answer. Thank you very much. Imran, <laughs> I couldn't care less about whatever you have to say. So, Arif, let's just move on. Whatever you wanted to say, bro. You need to, you need to ride with me on this one. Or you need to, you need to ride with me on this one. Like, let's go, bro. What, let's go. What, what this is, this is, this is my objective right now. Right. I want to, I want to be giving these people. There's people suffering out there, man. There's people get, you yeah. know, from anxiety. People that don't really know what to be doing with their lives mm-hmm. right now. People losing their jobs. There's a lot of people suffering. Um, and people, you know, more close to you that than than you would know, uh, suffering. So, I want I've basically put something to something together where to to basically help people and the things that I think people should be doing. And look, this is this is just uh, me being honest. There are some things on here that I'm trying to work towards. Um, so, but I'm I'm doing my best. The first thing for me um, that's helped massively, whether I complete it all in the day or not, is having a to do list and a schedule, man. Like, um, you know, listing down things that I want to complete and do. Um, one of the things I want to say about a to do list and a schedule is a lot of people put in things don't really put in things that they actually want to do. They put in things that they don't really want to do, but they feel like they have to do, right? Um, for me, definitely having a list helps a lot. Just just ticking off things during the day, um, it just gives you that. Uh, I think I think it's a dopamine. That, that Do you know dopamine. what it is? I think it's that sense of accomplishment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like when you tick something off, mm. it's, no matter how big or small, it feels good, right? I feel like your sense of accomplishment derives from what you've achieved and how quickly you achieve it. So if you every single day you have a new list of uh, objectives and you achieve those objectives, and the next day you have another list of objectives, you're you're in a continuous cycle of of success. That success releases dopamine. Whereas if you ain't got a list, you're not achieving anything. Your days are kind of just flowing one day to the next, and it just becomes a stream. Oh, then you know you're not achieving anything. It's ironic, <laughs> you know. It's ironic when I hear this from Hamza, who's the most. <laughs> It's all guys I have ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, this is like, and the beauty of this journey is we're not all perfect, um, but as long as you know that this is what you should be doing, and if you at least try to do it, um, yeah. you'll get there one day. Hopefully. Imran, 
Yeah. Are you paying attention to this? Yeah. Specifically the bit where you said we're not perfect. Pay attention nice. to that, yeah. <laughs> Hey, another, another thing, another thing I want, I think is a massive one, is consuming positivity. It is, 100%. 100%. Have, you ever heard, have you ever heard people say, have you ever heard people say that um, if you listen to the news too much and all the negative information around the world, it, it depresses you? I'm glad you said that, bro, because I think the biggest thing, I think, look, I can only speak about Asian households because I know them the most, is my dad, after, after you know, if for those of you celebrate Ramadan, it's when you break mm-hmm. your father. Um, the first thing he'll do is watch the news, bro. First thing, the news, when it's telling you this this many people are dying, uh, you know, there's all these killings going on everywhere. Look, it's good to know this kind of information, but every single day, you're, you're, that's all you're, you're, all you're hearing and all you're watching. How can, like, how can you be in trying to get yourself, you're, mm. you're already trying to make, you know, get yourself into a good mood right from when you wake up. Oh, you man, know it is. Another day you know of it life. Is. And then you fill your head with that, with that. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. You know, it is. It's balance. Balance. Everything in life is balance. So there's nothing wrong with consuming news. You know, being well informed is an admirable trait to have as a as a person. Being well informed. However, the news is more likely to feed you negative information. So you need to have that balance. Do you get a stream of positive uh, information? Yeah. You know, yeah, and this that also links. Sorry, man. That also links back to yeah. the previous conversation we had about um about partners. You know. Giving your entire day to someone over a long period of time might lead to issues. However, if you give some of your day and then, you know, if there's a balance, you know, it, life is a balance, whether it's the news or you know, relationships. You know what, we, might as well, we could just name this podcast Balance, you know, Balance of Life. <laughs> balance. New balance. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, man. But 100%, what Irish said is feed into positivity. What I can say from first hand experience was, is when you like when you find yourself in calamity right the easiest option is to give into negativity because we want to feed into depression it's like a drug right so whenever something hard happens we like let's say you broke up with your girl right what you're gonna like most people you broke up with your partner whatever you got you listen to depressive music you look at the pictures etc stuff like this right and what science is showing is uh when you when you're suffering those kind of emotions that depression even more yeah, it gives you a fix, right? If you mm. let's say you're, if you look at a picture, you want to be feeling something. Like, you want to be, you want to yeah. feel depressed. So yeah, exactly, yeah. and just like taking like a sh- like a, a sniff of cocaine or whatever, right? Doing that after like a calamity is like a drug. It's, it has the same sort of chemical reactions as taking drugs. We want to feed into depression. That's what our bio, like you know, chemi- like chemical and biological makeup does right and what i learned firsthand was if you do not give into that feed into the opposite discipline feed into a positivity your your experience and journey of what you experienced is a whole lot better and i can't i can't stress that enough like if i could be an advocate for positivity you hear a lot of people talk about it but you don't appreciate it until you finally do it and i think that that's a given with like like us three in particular like like we're always promoting like i remember from university arif would always be that guy that was listening to motivational speeches and i think to myself you know i ain't gonna do that That sounds ridiculous but until i started doing it and until it started hitting me in the way it had to hit me i realized arif was onto something and i thought you know what if if i if i feed this myself every time something goes wrong i can only think of the positive not the negative and i think yeah that's what like as people we can't like if we give into like the 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 evil news, the bad news, the bad feelings, you're you're promoting that type of feeling. You it's like you want it. If you don't want it, 
you know, chase the opposite. 100%, bro. That is, that is 100% bang on. I used to be that guy listening to the motivation. I still am. I think it's the best thing. I, exactly. I, I do it in the first... Uh, most mornings now, I wake up feeling shit. It's just the truth. You're in lockdown. You want to be outside. You want to be doing your thing. Um, and, I, and I listen to a motivational um, video. Um, well, the, the, the thing that I've been listening to every morning since the episode seven of The Last Dance, for those who you haven't watched it, documentary on Michael Jordan, I've been listening to the last um, three minutes of that episode seven, ep- um, that part of the ep- episode seven, the last part, that that part, man, uh, you guys need to, you guys need to listen to that. Definitely. Or watch the whole documentary if you already have. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. I've been putting it off, but I've been watching Money Heist recently and I'll binge that in like four days, I think. But you know, uh, that's another interesting thing for like, um, and it's not just you, there's many of us, including myself, who have done that. How do you feel, yeah. like honestly, how do you feel after you've binge watched uh, a, a Netflix series, specifically speaking during lockdown? I've got a headache. Um, I feel the same as I I always do. With me, I have a very short attention span, right? So for me to get fixated on something short, very short. Very Hamza knows this firsthand, right? And for me to get fixated on something, once I get fixated on it, I I I get hooked on it. So if it's a show, I'll get hooked on it. And by the time I finish it, that's it. Like my attention span doesn't last long enough to care. I'd move on. I'd be like, okay, yeah, it happened. I enjoyed it. What's next? Do you get it? Mm. Um, I, that's me personally, though. I don't know how you guys feel. Hamza said he has a headache. I feel, I feel, he... I feel, I feel crap, man. I just feel, for me personally, I just feel like I've just wasted, um, I've just wasted a lot of time doing it. But you know what? I think, oh. I think the better, the better mindset is your mindset. Like, look, yeah. it's, it's happened. Um, I've yeah. done it. I can't really. There's no point really dwelling on it. Um, exactly. let, me, let me just move on. But I, don't pay attention to it. I, yeah. You know what? You know. You know. Arif, you know what you just said about time management. Yeah. That's something really, really interesting that I listened to or heard while watching a podcast on Joe Rogan with Elon Musk. And I know this is a topic you two wanted to go into, so this is a nice link and transition to our next topic. When asked on, basically, he was just he was uh, he was talking about how he's selling all of his property these days, and you know, Rogan yeah. was asking yeah, why is that the case, yeah. blah blah blah. And then he was like, uh, you know, has it ever occurred to you, like, don't you ever want to design your own, like, Tony Stark, Iron Man house or something? And, you know, he seemed to, like, he seemed, you know, you know, he was smiling, you know, I think he seemed like he really wanted to do it. And he, like, he said he had thought about it, but then on quiz why he hadn't, he said that he doesn't think it's a smart use of his time. And yeah. instead of dedicating that much time to designing a house, he'd rather spend that much time designing the next mission to Mars, for example. Things when you're when you're Elon Musk right, and you're and you're in the position where he's at and you've got the things that he's got, there isn't literally a minute he can give away um, wasted. Like um, other than sleep, I think he literally. Um, I was watching a video uh, quite a few months back. He sets up his day in five minute intervals. Well, in intervals probably wrong. We're like mm-hmm. five minute um, five minute slots, let's say. Um, and each of those five every five minutes, he's doing something. He's he and 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 it's towards his businesses. Look, he's he's got massive investments everywhere. He's uh, I mean, let, let's list down what this what this guy is doing. Right, let me let me just talk about where what what Elon Musk has done. Um, because you're right, there's a lot of people who you know, well don't don't know who Elon Musk is probably. So this guy owns probably the largest electric vehicle company in 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 the world. Um, he's probably got you know tons and tons of investments that he's got. He's trying to build spaceships to go into space to be able to colonize a completely different planet. 
He's um, building uh, tunnels. I think it is in uh, in in LA uh, to improve traffic. This guy has not got a single second where he can literally waste with all this stuff going on. So it's I mean that's that that's Elon Musk. I mean I can't remember what I init- what we were initially talking about, but yeah, that's that's Elon Musk. And the big crucial thing is he's also the founder of PayPal. Yes, one of the yeah. biggest money exchange platforms in the world today you know that's your boy elon right there talking about the founder of paypal let me be the, the <laughs> let me be the founder of tonight's sifter if everyone goes online there's a uber ease discount 50 percent off i just seen so imran i know you you love your food as well bro so there you go yeah listen we, we didn't get sponsored for that maybe one day <laughs> we didn't get sponsored. Yeah. hey hey no i'm gonna take that out we're not okay Hey, we're not unless we get sponsored. Yeah, we do no shoutouts, bro. No shoutouts, bro. No I, shout-outs, I, I cool, I cool. Don't get sponsored, but don't use the code then as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, listen, we're not gonna <laughs> listen. You give me the code, but it's not being. It's not. Being yeah, it's online, innit? It's online. Yeah. If anybody wants it, fifty percent off, fifteen pound max discount. Just go Google. Yeah, listen, it. listen. Just WhatsApp me. That's it. Don't talk about this. No, right, say no more. Say no more. But anyway, carry on. All right. Well, back to podcast. Anyway, I mean, this guy is bad ass, man. This guy is bad ass. Did you guys hear? Um, what what he's been doing during the coronavirus he's basically i think he's, he runs um a massive plant in i think it's i think it's california um and they basically he basically said i'm opening up i'm taking my ten thousand workers I've with seen me that. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. he basically he basically told the authorities if you're gonna um if you're gonna arrest me come arrest me at the plant he ba- that's that's what he told that's what he told them this guy he doesn't he doesn't even care i mean for me I, for me personally i respect that so the way is, I've noticed, you know, with like in America, I've noticed that there's there's always two sides to the argument. Well, I mean, obviously that's everywhere in the world, isn't it? Obviously, that's the whole point of an argument. But <laughs> um, but I feel like there's always two school of thoughts in America. As in, there's a school of thought where, for example, to do with specific coronavirus. So, for example, some mayors, uh, governors would be would say, guys, uh, we're doing a complete shutdown, lockdown to prevent the spread of the disease. Cool. On the other side. There's armed protesters outside on the street saying that the government's taking away our freedom, our rights. To me, that's crazy. And it, it's it, clear to me that obviously Elon Musk is on the side, like you know, you know, he wants to go. No, their, their government, look, our government isn't, you know, isn't nothing to shout about. But their government is literally like a game of basketball. If you, if you, I mean, there's been a few times where I've watched them in uh, their version of Parliament. I think it's called Congress, or whatever. It's literally like a game of basketball. You'll have the Republicans say something and they want something, and then the Democrats will do everything they can. If it's if if what they're the saying, country. they'll do everything they can to not make that happen. The country, yeah, do you know it is. It'll be the it's, 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 it's party politics. percent. The Republicans be like, we found the cure for cancer, and the Democrats will try and do everything. <laughs> no, we don't want that cure. We found another one. Bad, you know. We can't. We can't be doing that. We can't yeah. be. Trying. It's, it's 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 crazy, man. But then again, look, governments know better, to be honest. Oh, but uh, the reason why I brought this topic up is because Elon Musk is clearly saying that he would rather go to work, regardless of what governors are saying, whatever the shutdown may be. He's going to open up, so that's why I went into that little that little segment there. But the thing is, as much as I respect Elon, right, I feel like he's always trying to be outside the norm and. Like he's done a lot of controversial. Like who remembers when uh, those kids got stuck in a cave? And oh, and he said uh, like, <laughs> he called him a pedo or something, didn't he? He called him a pedo, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Elon's on the on the cusp of uh, like being a lot of times and saying things that 
stick out purely because he's Elon Musk. Do you get it? Like he's even state like this is a big thing to claim. And he says in a decade language these he said language will cease to exist, right? Oh I seen that, I seen that, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's saying he's saying the way humans will be able to communicate with one another, they won't need to use words no more. And I think that's I think that's very ballsy and very out the box to say. And I think that's a like, but who who am I to say that when he's taking exactly who are you? Who are home? you? Who am I? I'm just some who are you? Me, right? Exactly. Let him know whether your name's Side of room recording the body. Boys, boys, on the point of who we are. I mean, we're humans, yeah. right? I've got a genuine question. Go on. Do you think Elon Musk is human? Of course he no, is. I think he's a robot. I think he's a robot. You know why? Because he makes a lot I think he's a robot. Have you seen what he's named his kid? He's named him another robot as well. AX12 yeah. or something. That kid's going to get bullied at school. I'm saying that now. <laughs> I don't care who your dad is. That kid's getting bullied. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't think, like, I think that kid's going to be one of the coolest kids uh, Look, in school, man. No, but has the name, oh, the name's not been legally registered because he can't. It's like, is it? Can't numbers, it's not legally allowed. But it's like, like the, apparently the first two letters, the A and the E, stands for Ash um, plus A12, whatever his favourite space. I don't know, man. It's crazy. A12 but but, but Elon doesn't be... The SR71. Exactly. Look, oh my gosh, check this guy out. Why is that? Is that... I've never seen an SR-71 in my life, bro. Like, you know what? You know what? I Arif, should we evict this guy from the podcast? Because, you know, the name is like a woke and broke. So he's definitely broke, but I don't know if I'm about him being a woke. Like, he's a bit basic to me. Listen, we're, we're all awoke to some... <laughs> we're, we're, we're asleep for certain aspects. Shut up, bro. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Basically, I'm, I'm, into, my, I'm into my aircraft, innit? So that's why like, I know what SR-71 is. But anyway. But that's such a neck beard. What's a neck that's beard? Such, that's such a neck beard thing to be into, bro. You don't know what a neckbeard Neckbeard is no, them donnies neck... that, you know, they're fat donnies that sit at their computer playing PC games, bro. And they got a neckbeard. So the beard ain't on their cheek, it's on their neck. Listen, Google right. term right, neckbeard. Right. Thank, thank you for, thank right. very much for that little segment. Let's yeah. get back to the podcast. <laughs> Can I just say something on, on, on fighter planes? Fighter planes are fascinating. Thank you. And this guy's calling me a neckbeard, which apparently is some fat guy sitting I'm not home. denying that, but you're saying... For you to like actively search up fighter jets, I'm not actively. It's, it's fascination. If you're fascinated into a topic, you have interest in it, then you're gonna know yes, about sir. it. That's not actively. Look at the engineering behind a fighter plane. It you know the engineering behind it is oh crazy. my god, hundred percent. I I understand, bro. It's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a completely different depth of listen, topic. Uh, like it's uh, it's amazing. Oh, so you want to be a Nick Beard now as well? But but when you're like oh, you want to be a Nick Beard as well now? Yeah, but you you're like oh, I like my fighter jets in it. Obviously, it's, it's like the way you said it, it's a neckbeard statement. It's like me saying, yeah, I like uh, Lego toys as well, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the same principle. All right, that comparison between state-of-the-art technology of fire aircrafts and Lego seems to insinuate oh, to me your lack yeah. of... Uh... <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> swift, swift transition to the next topic. All right. Let's relate it back to coronavirus. Um, that's, you know, that's 10,000 people he's putting back into work, no? Right. So nice. here's, a, here's another question for you then. If someone that's obviously that intelligent and he doesn't seem to care about coronavirus, is it fair to say that he doesn't oh, exist? Oh, I know you guys. <laughs> say that again, say that again, bro. Someone who's that widely claimed, that widely intelligent, 
you know, he's involved in so many things. He's building a rocket to go to Mars. Yeah. He's digging holes below your very feet. He's building cars. What isn't he involved with? Like the guy you, is clearly you, very well educated. You'd say he's the one percent, right? Like the one. He's the one percent. I wouldn't even say one percent. I would say the not, 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 not. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, man. Again, that's yeah. another stupid statement. Listen, you carry on dopey statements, you're gonna get evicted oh, from this day. podcast. Listen, you're doing. You're doing. You're doing. You're doing. Same one percent is like saying in every hundred people there's an Elon Musk. Elon Musk is probably one in every seven billion. So it's like a, whatever that percentage is, isn't it? That is but... the population. <laughs> exactly, and there's only one Elon Musk. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's like Wait, zero point. So the question, bro. So the question was, you know, if someone who's that obviously intelligent and he seems to has skepticism when it comes to coronavirus and the effects of it, you know, I mean, what does that say? Like, like what's your thoughts on that? Wait, that is one percent though. If if one percent of seven billion is Elon Musk, then he is one percent. Is that right? Or am no, I being a cent is out of a hundred? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's say. All right. Let, 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 let's go with the Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the, the thing is, he's, he's definitely uh, you know he's 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 a different anomaly, man. He's he's, he's different. Um, but Hamza, you you got you're gonna have to repeat your question one more time. Yeah. Right? Sorry. So basically, I'm saying that um you know someone who's that intelligent you know yeah. and they seem to have skepticism when it comes to coronavirus yeah what does that say about this virus is it saying it's not as lethal as we might think it is is it saying that he doesn't or is it saying no, i'm playing devil's advocate right now is it saying that him as a ceo cares more about profits than human than than, than his employees or he does care about his employees but he doesn't think the, it's not as bad Shall I tell you the beauty of your questions, Hamza? There's literally oh. more than one answer to them. I think I'm saying I leave, I leave it open. You know, I leave that's, it open. A, that's a lot of things in it. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of things in life. <laughs> I know. I need to be suspicious of you. you know. So there's a lot of answers. Like, look, this guy is one of the most smartest guys on the planet. Um, for me personally, if if he's a guy that <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I just realised something. It made me laugh at it. You know what you said to be your questions, Hamza, is that you leave them open. Yeah. I need them open and certain Donnie still reply with a yes. <laughs> oh my god, we're still talking about that. <laughs> Let me I, I was on a I was on a phone, bro. Oh, sorry, I was sorry, I carry on please. Sorry. Right, cool. Okay, so this is this is my personal this is my personal opinion, right? So when I Elon Musk, let me just start with Elon Musk first. Elon Musk is someone who's very smart. I'll put him he's definitely one of the most smartest people uh, on the on the planet. Um and the second thing is, he don't really give a crap about what the authorities are saying. Whatever he says, he doesn't really care about the consequences that comes uh, from that. So I'm definitely always going to listen to him when it comes to things like this. Because number one, he's got he's, a, he's, a, he's got credible information. Um, and, and, and the second is, he's one of the most smartest people in the world and he doesn't care. So when he says something, I take it with some weight. And I do, and I do listen. And to answer your question is, I think there's more to this, much more to this virus than what is being led on. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, I know what you're saying. You're basically saying that um, it's, how can I phrase it? It's uh, the way coronavirus is being talked about, it's as if uh, a, a virus similar to the Spanish flu of the 1900s, where that decimated huge numbers of the population, where it was widely affected. There was no cure for it. There was the, the, it, that, that, the Spanish influenza of the 1900s was huge compared to the modern-day coronavirus, which supposedly, apparently, I was reading yesterday that apparently the average death rate for, from coronavirus is higher than the standard average death rate for like a, across the world. 
So let's say, for example, if the average death rate is normally 70, so by the time you get 70, that's where most people tend to die. Yeah. The people who have died from coronavirus are even higher than this this, uh, this age. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, the people passing away, uh, like, I think I don't want to delve into it because the thing is, I genuinely don't want to upset it's people. Sad, it? Yeah. It's sad. The, the bottom line is, look, this virus... But then, is, but then that's what I'm saying. But this links into the question. Do you know that links into the original question? You know, if it's so evident that so many people are dying... But then there's other people out there who are saying that, you know, actually it's not as serious as an issue and we're going we're to open our factories again. You know, where is the truth? What is the I mean, what, what are we going to know? No, we're not scientists, we're not doctors, are we? Yeah, we can't really, uh, we can't really delve into it in too much. Yeah. Um, I think Elon Musk is acting uh, based on... Um, rational thinking as opposed to yeah. irrational thinking. That, that would be the answer to that. 100% I agree with that. He's, def- he's, he's, using, he's definitely using his brain. No one can say he's not using his brain to do that. So my, my yeah, respect- of everything he's achieved. I mean, like, he's achieved everything based off meritocracy. He's worked his way there. He hasn't been given it. You know, you can't be given plans to send a rocket into Mars. You know what I'm saying? You have yeah. to study. You have to... It's discoveries. So that's something that's hugely commendable and something we all appreciate. Um, but he, so here's a here's another question then. Yeah. To achieve that level of intelligence, confirmed intelligence, you know, this isn't up for debate whether Elon Musk is smart or not. It's widely accepted. Yeah. To achieve that level of intelligence or a similar level of intelligence, is that natural talent at birth, or can you, or is that meritocracy? Can you? I know I just said meritocracy earlier. He's worked his way, but. You know, what is it? Is that just some people are naturally talented through their genes or whatever? Or if you study and work hard enough, you reach that level of intelligence? I think, I think personally, it's a natural talent. Um, so you think you're just born like that? I think you're born like, you're born like that. You're given that gift and then you naturally know to use mm-hmm. meritocracy to reach that level. Like, this guy's work... That's ethic. a very good answer. Ah, thank you, mate. <laughs> That's a very good answer. I'm impressed. Though. Hey, Imran, you're turning this podcast around now, aren't you? <laughs> This is this is woke. <laughs> nah, you know why? Because I was about to cut you off. I was gonna say I was gonna say to you that okay, so natural born talent. But then what happens if you don't work? You you don't if you don't if you don't work and, you, and you're lazy all your life, but you have the genetic uh, capacity to reach that level, but you, you don't work all your life, then you're not becoming Elon Musk, are you? But then what you said counteracted what I was gonna say to you. What you said yeah. was you're given that talent, and you have to make the best of it. Exactly, it's true, and. Let's let's compare let's compare someone the likes of Elon Musk, right? Hmm. From an intellectual standpoint, this guy is is levels above many people, right? And then that Level. that thought that that feeds in that filters into his leadership, his uh, hmm. his strategy, hmm. and he's got he's like, charismatic, hundred percent, and he's gonna have people behind him that are some of the best in their field in what they do. Hmm. So you are as so you are as great as you are, but you're also as great as the people behind you as well. So let's take that with like a shopkeeper from the local area, right? He's he's just done it through manual labor and he's bought a shop, but he doesn't understand everything that goes into it. He only knows hard work, right? But he's not the smartest. He knows, he like most people know, I need to go out of my way to get someone who's smarter than me to expand this right now. That's why you have, uh, you have, you have market you know analysts. That's yeah, well, operations okay. managers exactly yeah you i think part of it is knowing that you're not smart enough to do this yeah i'm all for work hard be the best at what you can do but you always got to know yeah you know you're not always the best man for the yeah. job just because you work hard doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna you know so okay someone who works hard all of his life does that mean he's gonna turn into elon musk 
No. Oh, exactly. So that must mean there's something more there. Does it? Is that a genetic? Is that okay? Do you know what? I'll give you options. Is it a genetic advantage? Is it advantage because your parents went to university and they pass it, they they're putting you ahead of everybody else in your class? You know, say someone who goes to a state school. Or what? What else is it? Is it? Look, shall, shall I just answer you with a very simple quote? That would wrap this debate up. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. It's just it's just a saying that is in in everywhere. Hard if you if you work hard, for me personally, you can achieve most things. Will you be able to achieve building a spaceship to go to Mars? Probably not. Mm. But you'll be able to achieve most things that you want to achieve. I think that's the most important thing. Like if Elon Musk wasn't a hard worker, he would not be achieving what he's been achieving. You're telling me there's not smart people out there that uh, unless they're at university right now, but just can't be bothered to work hard. But there's someone who's not as, as smart, but works hard and doesn't achieve better grades. Yeah. It, depends, it depends on the situation as well, yeah. Do, oh, do you know what? I just remembered something, actually. You know, on the John Rogan podcast recently, uh, he was talking about um, how he's selling all of his properties recently. You know, he's, I don't know, he's probably midlife crisis where I don't know what he's going through, but basically he's selling all of his properties. And Rogan asked him, have you ever thought about you know designing your own Tony Stark, Iron Man, Batcave, uh, whatever? And then you know he he seemed he started smiling. You know I think he really liked the idea, and then you could tell he thought about it. And he said, "Yeah, I have thought about it." Um, but you know, time management is a big thing for me. You know, would I want to spend countless hours designing my home, or would I rather I think, spend that time yeah, designing? I think the reason why home? he's doing that is um, in times like this, the best thing to have is is cash. Like if you've got the most, like the, you'll you'll find the best the the biggest companies right now that will succeed the most is the companies that have a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Like Apple, they're going to kill it because yeah. they've got billions and billions uh, of cash reserves. So I think a lot of the reason why Elon Musk is doing that as well is he's trying to free up as much cash as possible. 100%. I agree with that from a business perspective. But then what I was thinking of was more from a psychological perspective and academic yeah. perspective, So which ties into the previous conversation was, is that natural talent or hard work? And through that statement of him do you know the guy the guy is so conscious about how where he spends his time he's literally said instead of spending time designing my house i'd rather build a space rocket go to mars that would suggest that isn't natural talent and actually that is a ridiculous paranoia with time management and hard work i, I, think, I, get, I get what you're trying to say he, he's definitely to be that clever you have to be so self-aware self-aware as well he just knows what's going on around him. He knows exactly what's going on around him. He's he's got a higher IQ than probably anyone around him, so he knows exactly what's going on, um, which is why. You he know makes- what? I'm side to side on the side. You know, as this conversation goes on, I'm I'm jumping from from one side of the spectrum to the other side. At first, I was more leaning towards. You know what? That's natural talent. You know, he, of course he's worked hard all his life, but that's natural talent. But now I'm starting to lean to the opposite side. I'm starting to think to myself, actually, you know what? This guy's achieved it all, you know. Just when he found the PayPal, the amount of money he got from it, like whatever millions it was, about ninety-nine percent of this population, the same. You know, ask me if we were given millions, most likely, you know, we'd sit back and you know what, that's what's qualified for life. You know, we might invest here and there, but more or less, we're taking a back seat. I mean, that's the thing is, it's not for him. You know it's not money, man. He doesn't. He doesn't care about money. This that, is what. That's, no, but that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm I'm saying. The guy's made so many millions and millions and millions. And his drive and paranoia with time management is is intact. It's an obsession. That's you know what? Yeah, and that must explain where he is at life. His level of intelligence isn't... Of course, there might be an element of natural talent, but it's 
hard work to the to the, the extent where you've made it, you're successful, but you're still paranoid of success. And that makes me think of Cristiano Ronaldo. Probably doesn't still think he's successful. That's the, you know what? And yeah. that's what it makes me. It makes me think of uh, people like Cristiano Ronaldo. The guy's made it in a game, but he's ridiculous paranoia of the game. Like he still wants to be successful. People like Michael Jordan. You know, all these people. They're always asked, oh, "Is it natural talent? How much is it natural talent, or how much is it ridiculous paranoia of success that they went for hours in, where people, have, where the rest of the world, the rest of the population would have considered themselves to have made them take a back seat, let their foot off the pedal, off the gas. These guys haven't." It, it, you know what it comes down to let me ask you a question Hamza mm. if you could be doing anything in the world yeah right now and I told you you can do anything yeah in terms of you know passion or hobby job mm. whatever what yeah. would you do if you could do anything I'll do you... anything I'd probably say be a professional footballer if I'm being honest okay. and you know I can relate to that answer very much <laughs> of course <laughs> you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me ask oh, you a question yeah if you were a professional footballer, what would be your goal as a professional footballer? What would you want to achieve as a professional footballer? Now, obviously, I'm going to be a bit greedy now and say, you know, I want to wear a couple of Ballon d'Ors here and there, you know, saying like a World Cup, you know, Champions League medal, you know. To do that, what would you have? But you know, it is. But you know, it is. I, I, I think I know where you're going with this. How many play? How many? Sorry. So what? Get to to be that successful. What do you have to do? You have to be. There has to be something about your psychology where no matter how much success you're giving, when no much... Ha- what would you be doing? Say that again? Let's forget psychology. Yeah. What would you be, have to be doing with your feet and hands to get to that? Oh, to you get- have to be training non-stop. Okay. Non-stop. Okay, non-stop. So does that just mean non-stop during the but training? Where, but, the thing is, where, but the thing is, where does that derive from, that non-stop? That, that derives uh, from your psychology. Play with me, bro. Okay, so, sorry, 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 Karen, sorry. Let's see where it goes. Well, it just, does it just stop at the training, or do you will you be training when you're at home at night as well in your back garden? At home at night in the morning. Have that desire. What do you need to have before you have that desire? Like, what do you like? How do you need to feel about the game of football? Do you know what I'm liking is this the sign of thinking. You know, to have that desire, it has to be a huge passion. For, I don't even think it's passion. I love it. It's just, I love it. Passion you have to love it. Yeah. Like to this, day, to this day, I could I could on my own play football for hours on my own. Without like I do that for many things. Like uh, you know, like I've I've got my own online business, but I mm. I wouldn't want to work on my online business as much as I do playing football outside. Right? Because yeah, but, uh, Byron, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry, carry on, bro. No, you carry on. Oh sorry, I was thinking, but you know what it is? It's I agree with you. It's passion. You have to be passionate about something to do anything in life. To be to be the best at what you do, you have to be passionate. No, no doubt. Like nothing right. That's there's the most. No, there's no way around in it. You can't. But you know, can't it is to reach have that obsession without that. That's the most important thing. But you know, it is to reach that level. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it goes further than that. To reach that level of success, whether it's in the field of Elon Musk, you know, build the space rocketing or whatever, or whether it's in the form of football, um, being on top of your game like Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi or Michael Jordan or no matter where it is. I don't think passion is enough. No, it's I not. I think you have, to, you have to, passion only gets you into the into. Okay, think about it this way: how many footballers are out there, and how many Cristiano Ronaldo's or Messi's are out there? There's so many. All these professional footballers, they're all passionate. Yeah. But then, what what takes you to that extra level? To get to that extra level, it's almost as if you have to be like mentally deranged. It's like something is wrong with you. It's like you have to. Be- you're not satisfied. No amount of success can satisfy you. It's like. 
it's it's something where us normal human beings won't be able to understand and to us it's perceived as almost a sickness it's what's wrong with this person like are they okay it's like are they arrogant like what is it like why stuff is wrong with them up, up, like upstairs you know what i'm saying yeah, it's like Cristiano Ronaldo. There's probably someone out there who has as much talent as Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, for example, I don't think, I mean, this is for people who, who enjoy and watch football, I don't think Kylian Mbappe, who's probably, you know, probably the best youngster in the world right now, will be as successful as Cristiano Ronaldo. Because I don't think he's got the kind of work rate and mindset to be as good as him. If Kylian Mbappe had the same mentality as Cristiano Ronaldo, I think he could be the best player of all time. Mm. That's how much talent I, I think agree. this is. I agree. Uh, everything is everything is mental like uh, it links into what I was saying Elon Musk was asked would you rather design a house or like why not design a house he said no because instead of wasting that time on building a house I'd rather design a rocket to Mars Cristiano Ronaldo uh, he's how old is he like 34, 35 yeah around that bro bro all of these players for, for those of you that don't watch football most players you know they hit their prime at 26, 27 and then they start to fall off by the time they reach 30 they've fallen off a lot they can't compete as as well as they could before. Not in the, not in the highest levels anyway. This guy's 34, 35. And I remember reading something where he said uh, his football club doctors, Juventus, performed a medical check on him. And they, they came based, their results came out saying that his physical body is the equivalent of a 20-year-old's body. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, and by the way, that's not, don't get confused with, oh, that's, uh, you know, he was born with that. He was blessed with that body. No, he wasn't blessed with that body. This guy's work, right? He's, the way he takes care of his body is... His lifestyle is, you know, he doesn't go club no party, and you know, he's he's like he's like a machine. The way he's built his body. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk some real shit right now. Um, you know, the the last dance, the Michael Jordan um, documentary that's come out on Netflix. Um, there, I would say there's been about three or four times where I've had literal tears just from this guy talk about the obsession he has on being the best and wanting to just win, win, win. Like, literal tears. I'm talking, bro. Like uh, it just it's so flipping in tears from being so inspired, and this this is the reason why I think I get upset as well is it's that desire to take that kind of inspiration into the things that I'm doing because if you have even fifty percent of that um you know uh you know that motivation and ambition that he has to what you're doing you're you're bound to be successful. Mm. Right, with that being said, that is the end of our first episode. Thank you very much, guys, for your time and listening to the first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. I know we had a lot of fun making it. So, you know, we hope to bring you fresh content every week just like this and a bit more deep dives into topics that we love to talk about and we hope you do too. If I can ask you, if you can go follow our socials at Instagram on the Awoke and Broke podcast and the same goes for our TikTok profile as well. So with that being said, we're going to sign out now. Life in a joke. Please stay woke.